start the fire. Something, 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 something. World is burning. Something. I thought it was. Uh, it's the end of the. We didn't start the same fire fucking as song. You know it. Yeah. Same song. It's a uh, list of shit that happens. Holy crap, Eric! This is. These are weird times to live through. Yeah. Can I just start with uh, the report that there's a meteor heading towards us? You know what? Fucking bring it on. Maybe it's maybe that's the hard reset we need to uh, <laughs> to to get over this horseshit of a year. Well, the the, the funny thing about that is uh, I ended up asking a real astronomer. Okay. I was like. Uh, hey, what's up with this? Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, it's going to miss the Earth by about 700 kilometers, which is, you know, pretty, pretty close, pretty relative. Close. Yeah. But he's like, and it also isn't getting here for another 70 years. So even oh. though it's like hurtling through space at a fast speed, you got to remember space is very big. It's a very, very big place. <sighs> yeah. So there's that. There's yeah. that. There's a meteor stuff. Uh, yeah, the the UFO news has been very quiet. So I assume we're no longer being invaded. Or oh yeah, because you you're uh, you're my you're my man on the street when it comes to what's going on yeah. with her. Yeah, I haven't heard boo in a while. So I assume that whatever anomaly was happening is just not happening anymore. Or maybe they smartened up. They they. They came and they they checked it out, and they said, "You know what? We're just we're just gonna go back because you guys are just fucked." Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were like, "You know what? Okay, so let's send a drone and check sure. it out." And then they did, and they're like, "Oh no, no, then no!" They, then they did one of these, like, <laughs> "Ooh, yeah, we'll just pass on that one." <laughs> we'll pass on that, or maybe they were like, "You know what?" Let's let's give this like a hundred years and see. Let's see how this plays out. Let's see how this plays out. Yeah, because right now this is this is not looking so good. No, no, no. Yeah, so so the yeah. aliens have decided that uh, they're gonna pass they're, on us. They're gonna pass. Fucking meteorites have decided they're gonna miss us. Yeah. So there there is no end to this bullshit. We have mm -hmm. to live it out, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, damn. Other than that, life is Other great. Other than that, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so um, I don't know how do how do you uh, how do you feel about uh, the state of things in general? General, it's like, like it's like every morning I wake up and it's mm -hmm. just like, and this is my this has been my my reaction for the past year or so. It's like, okay, waking up, brush my teeth. Getting ready, going to read some news, fire up the news, and usually the first words out of my mouth are like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. Um, is, this, is this a fucking joke? Like it's getting ridiculous. Um, yeah. Brett Brett Wilson today is calling for war in Alberta. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So that's a thing. He's he's all like, "Let's take to the streets." So, oh, what a piece of shit that dude has become. Oh like, man! I uh, like and sorry for anyone who uh, like just a bit of background. Brett Wilson was one of the Dragons Den people. Yeah, he was like sort of a Calgary. Uh, he was like the cool entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. cool guy. He was cool guy. He was hip, hip leather jacket wearing Brett Wilson. Yeah, and then fucking mega happened, and he got infected by that bullshit. And very then, un, seems very unhinged just lately. Like he sounds like a fucking Q guy. Oh, like, like a QAnon type. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's totally bonkers now. But anyway, yeah. but mm -hmm. it's all about like. Bottom line is, uh, I think in Alberta, um, mm -hmm. the oil money is just if you've got investments in that shit, you mm -hmm. you don't care who you pit against each other yeah uh, like yeah it's 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 pretty cynical yeah oh man but uh 
So yeah, and then meanwhile, over in my end of the country, uh, it's been a, a daily uh, fight about uh, education cuts. Yeah, how how are you holding up with the uh, the rotating teacher strike? Uh, I mean, in a way, it's very lucky that uh, um, my wife is unemployed again because it, mm. it just it works out perfectly for this time. Yep. But holy fuck, man. I'm just getting like so sick of all this stuff. Yeah. Like I, I just um I I don't know why people keep thinking conservatives are gonna fix things, because they they don't. They they yeah. just make it worse. I I like every time. I think you know what I think we need to do? We need we need to take a page from the French. What yeah. would the French do in a situation like this? First of all, take, say take what you will the about the French. They don't put up with any bullshit and they will riot when there needs to be a riot going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like gas prices are too high. Fuck your riot. system. Fuck your system. Fuck your cars. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is that like I think the thing about the French is that they are they don't have a lot of party loyalty. No. Like they'll they'll vote along party lines, but if either party is fucking up, they'll take it to the streets. They'll take it to the streets. And right? and I think and I think it maybe it's like um it's more of like a well I guess maybe a North American phenomenon is we just put up with a lot of shit. We grumble. Oh yeah, we'll 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 take it to Twitter, we'll take it to Facebook. But when it comes to like, you know, like uh getting out there, like just well, I, I would disagree. I mean, I, I think Ontario, uh, or at least in Toronto, a yeah. lot of people get out there. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's also, we also have brutally cold winters. So nobody's, like, <laughs> nobody's going to riot in February, yeah. let's be honest. Summer riots, yeah. though. Yeah. Summer, <laughs> and, and by the way, this is, like, kind of true around the world. This is why you have... Egypt spring, Prague spring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always spring because nobody's doing shit in the wintertime. It's like, oh, uh, we'll put up with your bullshit for another few months. But then as soon as, as soon as spring comes, you're fucked. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sorry. We're coming up with plans in winter, but watch out in spring. Yeah. Watch, watch out. Watch out. As soon as there's some, uh, you know, flowers blooming and we're, oh. we're ready to, to fuck it up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a weird world we live in. It's just, um, yeah, between all the shit going on in our respective backyards, um, like mine, where, where we, we apparently, we live and die by a single industry. Like, you know, we're, we're, and yeah, like, like what, what, what is wrong with, I guess the, the question to me is like, why can't, uh, Alberta, as a whole just be like okay let's let's do something else let's do something different let's let's train for something different yeah you know i mean like like i understand that like oil and gas is easy money for uneducated people you know when it was you know when 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 oil was at like 100 something a barrel yeah it's great like you know they needed people but times have changed uh there's a lot more competition uh not as many people are wanting what we're making and mm-hmm. um sorry dudes it's just like you gotta roll with the times the times are it, dictating something totally different and you can't just yeah. stunt you can't dig your heels in to an industry that no one really gives a fuck about anymore yeah it, at the end of the day it's going to be demand right like that that's it if there's no demand goodbye mm-hmm. and, and the the sad part is you know i keep seeing these things oh people are going to be real happy when you know when it's a minus 20 degree winter and they're and oil is heating their homes. I'm like, oil is heating your home. Like oh, oil and, and like, oil and gas, natural gas. So like, you know, think, like, Oh, right. Right. Oh, when you're, when you're house, here's here. I see this shit on Facebook. Oh, when it, you're, when your house is warm in minus 20 degree weather, thank an oil worker. It's like, yeah. Meanwhile, my, my shit is electric. Yeah. You know, like, um, so and it, a lot of people like, you know, in varying parts of the world, they're running off of um, uh, renewable energy, which is 
you know, one one form or another. It's like, yeah, well, you know, you they, they they think it's the biggest fucking and most important shit in the world. It's like it's like like the only type of energy that counts. It's like Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah, because it's it, And it's, it, everywhere I fucking go, everywhere I go, it's like, you know, uh I always see like I always see trucks and it you think it's a joke, you think it's like an anomaly, but I've seen like uh, I heart oil and gas at the gym. I've seen the fuck Trudeau trucks, multiple, you know, multiple of them like driving around town. Cause it's like, yeah, he's the problem. He's the reason why, you know, this one guy is, you oh. know, has so much power that, you know, made you lose your job, made the whole industry, you know, change one guy. It's like, yeah, one, it's one just guy. like, Everybody needs a scapegoat and like, you know, it's such a convenient scapegoat. No one wants to take responsibility for their own shit. Wait a minute though, Eric. Conservatives are all about responsibility, right? No. On in theory, um like you know, here's here's what I've discovered, like, you know, you know, modern day conservatism in, in you know, um isn't really conservatism. It's let's call it what it is. It begins with a C. But ends with an orpertism. <laughs> uh, completely. Yeah. yeah. It's completely corporatism. Like yeah. there's it's it's shocking to me that people can't see it. I know. It's just like they, they, they champion the, the they champion the big companies, the ones that are you know they champion them on one hand and then they get fucked by them on the other hand. It's like fuck. Well let me I mean, this is kind of a good segue into American politics because okay, I, I sure. really got to talk about this. Okay, you 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 lead the way because you know more about what the fuck's going Michael on. Michael fucking Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah yeah he's why? the fucking guy. Really, really, he's the guy. He's the guy who can beat Trump. Like all all throughout my Twitter feed, I'm seeing like Bloomberg. Would you vote for a Bloomberg Hillary ticket? No. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, how, like, so I've decided that I think a lot of people don't, haven't read the the situation of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they think that all of their shit now is, yeah. is because of Trump. Yeah. Not to say that he hasn't played a part, mm -hmm. but it didn't start, like, in 2016. This yeah. stuff didn't start in 2016. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we want to get rid of Trump, but like, why would you want to replace Trump with a smarter Trump? With another piece of shit. Yeah, like, and and like, and one that's that isn't gonna fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, it's so frustrating to me because it's it's just sort of like, like, why don't you just declare yourselves a monarchy? Mm -hmm. and call it a day. Do you think Trump's going to try to scheme his way into a third term? Of course he is. Mm -hmm. People would be like, is. yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. No, what will happen is uh, Mitch McConnell is probably already working on that strategy. Yeah. And because the Democrats have no spine, mm -hmm. um, they will uh, they'll figure out a way to let it happen. Yeah. And then that'll be it. It'll be goodbye democracy in America, which, you know, I don't live there. So in a way I don't care, but mm -hmm. my God, it's way too close to our house. Yeah. You know, like that, that's not what I need is uh, a fascist next door. Yeah. You know, like that didn't go well for a lot of places. What does that ever work? What has it ever worked out? Well, it's like, it's never going to have a fascist name. Yeah. Bottom, bottom line. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I and and mm -hmm. you know who's making up? Like, let's be honest. Who's really backing this iHeart oil and gas shit? You know, this is this smells like Koch Brothers all the way. Oh yeah, like it's it's definitely like it's or not Koch Brothers singular. Thank God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's just yeah, it's this. You know, it's just like another scheme thought of by, I don't know. It's just a way to get kind of get behind, to create a patriotism behind an in industry. It's like. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
link link the industry to uh, your your patriotic feels, and mm-hmm. then yeah, it's but but it's like it feels like such a scam to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and I know there's gonna be a lot of people who fall for it. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I see it. I see it every day. I see it on. I've seen on T-shirts. I've seen it on cell phone cases. I've seen it on. And it's weird though because it's like, here's the thing that gets me. It's just like, you see it on people who you know, and I hate to generalize or to stereotype. Like you look, you see it on people who you're like, really? You? You don't look like the you know. And this is very big generalization on my part. Like you don't look. You look smarter than that. You look <laughs> like, you know, I see you on the bus every day going to your office job. It's like, and you, I always thought, oh, there's a cool person. And then, then you know, then I, you flip over your, your iPhone case and you, there's like I heart oil and gas in the back. And I'm just like, really? You? I thought you were one of the good guys. Well, it's funny. It's like I, I've identified in my work that like um, I have probably about – three colleagues of mine who are like perfectly politically aligned with me. Sure. So they're very like leftist. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, uh, they're all cheering for Bernie in, in the States, but then, but then where it's different is I've noticed it's like the management class, you know, the, mm. uh, hundred plus K a, a year people. Yeah are staunch liberals or conservatives right gotcha. and it really and it really like it's just fascinating to me because like mm-hmm. my boss is yeah. kind of like um really annoyed with the strikes like she thinks they should just get back to work well and then i started talking to her uh and then her kids are in private school oh yeah so like, like she has she has oh, no she's no there's no stake it's nothing at stake yeah, it's like, like okay, so the quality of private school. So the quality of their education doesn't really matter because Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it this is I think all everything that's happening right now becomes just sort of a class perspective. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what how you shake it. Yeah, and like it's funny, like I've I've noticed that. Like, you know, class class the the, the distinction of classes is is it really kind of shapes people's reality. It's like, it's like, it's like, like in, in growing, and you know, especially those who grow up in a world of privilege, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you know, if you slum it for a weekend or if you, you know, you, you wear grubby jeans, clothes, you, you, you there's still that, you, you still come from that place of privilege. You know, it's like, you know, going back to that pulp song, it's like, you know, daddy can bail you out. doesn't matter if you live in the shittiest apartment. You, there's still that knowledge when, you know, if she gets tough, you know, you have somebody who can bail your ass out. It's true. And, you know, it's... you know, like, and I noticed that like people who, who, who have, who've honestly had to struggle, like have a totally different outlook from those who, who, who don't like, you know, it's like, like there, there's a world of difference between shit. Can I pay rent this month or shit? I may have to sell my third home. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. It's, mm. it's like, oh, that's exactly it. Oh, sorry. That's my, I'm in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my dishwasher. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they... no, but that's exactly what it comes down to is it, it becomes this sort of like, um, difference of like who, who, and I know who I don't really I, feels like who feels that there's a safety net and who feels that there isn't. Well, I like more and more of it. Like, I see classes. I, I see class. Um, uh, what's the word? Class separation every in, in all sorts of different places, like, you know, um, from education to sports, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, you don't think about it, but like all like your all your professional athletes, all your hockey players, like most of them, you know. But uh, not, not, you know, like, like there's, you know, to, to get your kid to play hockey, there, you need, you need to, there, there needs to be a lot of money behind it. Like, you know, it's not, it's not a, a cheap sport to have your kid go through, especially if they're playing at a semi 
or amateur, or an amateur level even, because you know you have to buy the equipment, you have to register for the leagues, which costs money. You have to travel all over the place. Like you know, that's why my kids are in soccer because it's <laughs> because it's, it's cheap. You cheap. They get they get a pair of hand me down cleats from their cousins. And he already has shorts that he has, and he can use the same shin pads that he's used for like for years, right? Well, mm. for example, it's uh, like I went to my first Raptors game, uh, yep. and I didn't buy the tickets myself. Yeah, um, it was given to me from a vendor. Sure, that, that I work with, which I was like, awesome, cool, uh, and it was fantastic. Yeah, but it, but it is like once you're, you know, you pay a hundred something for the tickets. Mm-hmm. And then once you're inside, it, it's like every beer is $10. Like, it's just like, you know, like there's a certain, um, there's a certain level of, of, uh, of cash flow you need to, to even participate in like sporting events. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah, it's really fucked. It's really fucked. It's it's like we've we're drifting towards a uh, two tiered society, and that is uh, it never ends well. Yeah, I guess it's like, and 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 it seems like like all the opportunities are are you know the more and more opportunities are being created for those who have rather than those who have not. Like you know, it's just like. It's we got, we got the French would would not put up with this shit. <laughs> no, they would not. Mm-hmm. This is and you know it's it's funny. It's like um, the French Revolution specifically. Yeah, was one of the few uh, things in social studies that actually engaged me, like really okay. fired me up when I was learning about it. Mm-hmm. Because it really uh, well, it was a class war, right? Basically, right. Yeah. A hundred percent. It was a class war. And what was interesting about it was um, how in the end, the middle class kind of joined the uh, the proletariat. Yeah. Because, I I mean, I would argue they had no choice. Mm-hmm. So you either join us or get you're on the fucking guillotine. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, or get by your head. Yeah. <laughs> Take a pick. Yeah. Um, but uh, sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. Kind of French but, Revolution, class warfare. Yeah, the but this is this is the other thing that I'm finding sort of interesting is um, climate change, right? Yeah. yeah. Because who's more okay? So you, you've kind of got two camps of climate change. Mm-hmm. You've got sort of the middle class intellectuals who completely believe it. Yeah. Who want to push for it. But let's be honest, they're probably their individual actions aren't uh, in line with maybe what they're preaching. Sure. Uh, then you have some of the, the uh, lower class who completely bought the line that it's a hoax. Yeah, that's weird. Right. That's... And then and then you have the wealthy who, who probably believe it's real, but think but they're trying just to perpetuate buy... that hoax. In order to because they feel like they can just buy their way out of it. Yeah. You know, like they'll they'll just buy the best, you know, they'll buy what's left on the planet. Yeah. While everybody else fucking drowns, right? Mm-hmm. Like and that's that's kind of um that's the part that really bugs me is yeah. is the idea that you like that you're just better than that. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm better than the entire planet fucking melting down. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't be and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Well, it's, it's like but, that shitty, it's like that, you know, it's like if, if the world goes to shit, you know, the the, the ultra wealthy will build their super arc, mm-hmm. which, will, which will house only the most elite <laughs> of the elite. And they'll say, fuck all y'all. <laughs> I don't know, and uh, I guess I guess they will, but then at the same point, I, I guess the their hope is that they will invent machines to do it. That way, they won't need the lower class anymore. Mm, yeah, right. And I say mm, okay, but I also think uh, I would probably say a lot of 
scientists, professors, engineers did not come from the upper classes to begin with. No. So what happens when stuff breaks? Do you think mm-hmm. uh, your, your Donald Trump's or your Mike Bloomberg's are going to get down there with a screwdriver and figure it out? No, that's true. They can't even probably can't even write their own emails. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, like their hope is that their assistant will. Yeah, their their PA will will deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's uh, like, it's it's to the point where and like sorry I I I sh- shouldn't be trashing people at my workplace but, um some people uh of the, the uh what I what I'm in my head I've been calling the management class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think with an older city like Toronto, um, that stuff is like a lot more common. That's, that's one thing I find about Calgary is Calgary is, uh, constantly like new money because it's, it's, you know, it's being made on the oil patch. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, uh, Toronto has a lot of old money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of the old money are just kind of, you know, they're just managers at places. That's just what they do. Mm Mm-hmm. And they don't know shit. Yeah. They just they they just are part of a class that just deals with a similar class to themselves. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like for example, my boss who manages a uh, oh shit. Do I want to say this? Yeah, I don't care. My boss who manages a uh, communications department. Sure. Um. It doesn't know how to use a computer really like, like on a basic level yes yeah but, but doesn't know the difference between a jpeg or a png mm-hmm. uh, you, you know what i mean like like doesn't really understand how websites work like all the stuff she manages mm-hmm. she doesn't understand oh okay well let me let me let me play devil's advocate for it you know for a second you know but if if their job is to think kind of bigger picture, then maybe they don't need to mm-hmm. know like you know the the nuts and bolts of how things actually come together. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just saying. I'm just throwing it out there, right? If they're more of a big picture kind of like yeah, you know, a strategic. If they're I, more I, dis- a, I disagree because uh, a lot of my coworkers are very strategic, big picture thinkers. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm also a strategic big picture thinker. Yep. Um, I just don't like to deal with, uh, I don't like to stroke people's egos. Okay. So I think that's what the management class is there for. Okay. It's to give you trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Maybe. And, uh, I, I understand. And I think, I think it's okay to be a bit of a Luddite. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a point where you should just understand some basics. Yeah. Like, like you shouldn't be working in a place that deals with um, uh, digital imagery without understanding what the format names are, for example, yeah, that, that, you know, or maybe like why something is high res or low res. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, though I will say uh, it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. But it's just in general that I find that very frustrating that like, like I, I'm one of these people who really wished meritocracy was a real thing. Yeah. Um, like I really feel like you should work your way up and you should like, you should be a manager because you've gone through the process. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't come out of school and get a job as a manager and then and That's then, all and then figuring out, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear you. Like, yeah. like I feel like everybody should start at the bottom in every job. Well, like I think, you know, like, like thinking of of my career, like you know, I spent, I spent years, you know, in very like you know, various sh- shitty print shops, you know, cutting yeah. my teeth, learning the basics, like you know, like you know how to put together a print ready file. I worked pre-press for a couple of years. So I worked directly with the printer to know exactly how to put together a print, a good print ready file. Because if I didn't, he'd come back and bitch at me. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Which, you know, which, which was, lear- which was a learning experience. So like, I know like all about, all about all that stuff. Um, yeah. Like you, you don't know what a fuck up is till you've cost your company 10 grand. Until you have to print another fucking plate. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, or exactly. You're like, Oh shit. Maybe I should check my shit. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah, definitely been there myself. Um, mm-hmm. But, but, you know, it's... like even, but all that kind of leads up to, like, I, I think it's sometimes like I, in, in my job, I kind of take, take for granted how much I know and how much experience I've gained over, I guess, the two decades I've been in this industry. Wow. Um, but like, you know, like about, cause I've, I, I've basically have grown up on these, I've grown up on these programs, right? And I've grown as, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I'm not saying no, I, I, I know everything. There's still fucking a ton to learn in these programs because they're so complex but yeah i but you know like i'm working with with somebody who's right out of school you're like you're like oh shit i do know my shit <laughs> you know totally yeah, and, even, yeah, he, he, and even like in, in 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 software i don't necessarily use as much as i you know have used in the past like you know in in my work i'm doing right now i'm doing more multimedia but i really do know my way around indesign if I need to get, if I, you know, if I need to crack my knuckles and get into InDesign, I, I know my shit. You can I do can, it. Yeah. 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 And and that's the thing is like, yeah. And maybe, okay. Maybe if you haven't used it in a couple of years, okay. There's going to be some new features that you haven't tried. Yeah. But, but like you, you know, the basics. I know more than the basics. I know like, you yeah. know, like, I, I, I can use it as a, at a pretty advanced level. I just you know, I just, don't use it as, as much as I used to, but I still keep on top of the, you know, all the new features and whatever that have come out just because I, cause that, that interests me. Like, you know, like yeah. it's just, I find it interesting to see what's kind of new in all the software. Right. Well, that's, and that's what I find too, is just that, um, uh, like, I, I don't even think it's the software really. Like mm-hmm. I, I really think it's, it's your, the software is the tool. Mm-hmm. you've you've figured it out but it like your experience actually doing the stuff and thinking about it in a certain way like mm-hmm. like um bottom line is what graphic designers do is we're trying to convince people that they want a service mm-hmm. or a product yeah uh visually and yeah. and and we're telling them in a way that's both makes it look appealing and it uh either intrigues them or informs them yeah one or the other Mm -hmm. and that's just what we do and and so like um so a lot of times like at my workplace because it's such a big institution the salt mine that i work at yeah um that some salt departments uh hire a person to be a bit of a unicorn Somebody who can code and do this and do that and whatever. Oh yeah, like I, you know, I see that. Like I, like especially if I'm browsing, like you know, you, you you kind of keep your eye on like you know, um, what's what's out there and what people are asking for. Like you know, but yeah, like like some of the things that people are asking for, it's like really, like you're asking you're asking the fucking world. And and I, yeah. I, I and I know, like I know how HR works. Like you know, you you ask the world, and if you get like seventy five percent of the world, they're a pretty good candidate. Like you know. Yeah, but it's like it's like but, a, it's like a know, wish the bottom list. line is, yeah, it's it's totally a wish list. But the the thing is, is what happens is you end up getting these hires of people who don't really do anything well. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, know jack the of all software. trades, but master of none. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they know software. They know the software. They just don't know the the. Uh, yeah, uh, you, the soft skills stuff. You know, yeah, like the, like, yeah, you can you can you can operate the software well, but you can't really design anything that looks visually compelling because that's not something that is that you know comes in out of a manual, you know. <laughs> right, like you, that, there's no there's no um, making making attractive, engaging stuff for dummies. Yes, yeah. you know that that is it, that is it, something that comes from experience of, of designing. A lot of, a lot of work that you do like, a lot of work which is not satisfying to you, but you 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 make it work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like I've designed like, oh fuck, so many business cards, like, you know, so many pamphlets about things I could give zero fucks about, you know, so many, um, uh, like just every, like, you know, but, but then, but by doing that over, you, 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 you learn things, you learn about balance and color and space and, and all this stuff, like stuff that you just, that you, you don't, that it's hard, you know, it's hard, hard to, um, explain. Yeah. But, but I, you know, I can do it and I know it when I see it. Um, and I know when I don't see it and, you know, I can tell, and I can tell the difference between like, uh, an experienced designer and a junior designer just be, from, from just simple things. It's like, you know, okay, well, that's not aligned to that. You know, you didn't take into account white space, blah, 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 you know, all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or there's that intangible thing where it's like, uh, it doesn't look right. And yeah, I it can't doesn't quite look right. Say why, mm-hmm. but it's wrong. You know, like the maybe the concept is wrong. Some something's wrong along the ways, yeah. and it's not something that can be fixed by just spending hours in InDesign. This is, you know, it. There's something fundamental going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but anyway, that that was um. We got off on a bit uh, of a long, tangent, but whatever. Yeah, but that was a long-winded uh, way of me, like, kind of saying that, like, there, there's some serious class stuff in our workplaces, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, that that I think, it, I think starting at our workplaces is the first place that things could be uh, better. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. You know, like, like, I think a lot of people are un, under the illusion that we live in a full democracy, and I just don't think we do. Okay, yeah, I think I think we're 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 we're, you know, could be taking some tentative steps towards like less so Canada, but more the United. Well, the states is definitely taking some some big steps towards author, authoritarianism. That's for sure. Um, oh yeah, big time. And you know, like, and I don't know, man. I don't know if they're gonna do pull it off. Like, it's it it's looking good right now. Like, there's a bit of hope, um, just seeing how well Sanders has been doing. Yeah, but but he has the establishment like wanting wanting to put an axe in his back. They are working like against him. In in fact, to the point where all I've been hearing is how awful Bernie Sanders supporters are, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Okay, so I spend most of my day around them, and I see how they interact with people who don't believe in them. Yeah. And it's fairly supportive. Yeah. Like, there's the odd asshole in there, mm-hmm. but, like, we're talking about, like, two assholes to, like, 98 supportive good people. Yeah. And so my thinking is that maybe this is manufactured a little bit. Mm-hmm. This um, this how every, everybody in the Sanders camp is horrible and is ruining everything for everybody. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or or maybe there's some bots or trolls. Or, oh, I'm sure that. I'm sure that. Like yeah, know, like, like I, I, it's just like it's like, uh, I don't get it. Like why are they like, I don't understand why the Democratic establishment like really has such of a hate on against Bernie. Like he's, he's like he has the best chance. Well, down. I mean, the, the the problem. If I'm cynical, okay, sure. Uh, if I'm cynical, I'm gonna say that the the mask is coming off, and they're the Democrats haven't been Democrats for quite some time, mm-hmm. and it seems like uh, we've got basically two corporate powers. Uh, yeah. w- one that wants to become author- authoritarian, and the other who it wants to be authoritarian, but pretend that they're not. Um, maybe not authoritarian. I don't know. More yeah. technocratic. Like, like you know, like, well, come on. You guys don't really know what you're talking about. We, mm. We've got all the answers here. Yeah. Leave it to us. Leave, leave it to us. Just vote for us and then just we'll, walk away. We'll take, we'll take care we'll, of, you know, we'll take care of the rest. Yeah. 
go for brunch. You know, do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Nancy Pelosi rips up speeches. It's all fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like it's all symbolic gestures and and fucking nothing behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you know. Uh, yep. Yep. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Oh uh, no, I like. I don't know. It's just. Um, yeah, I think the thing, the thing was, the thing that made it super clear to me was joe biden yeah i don't get it like they wheel his corpse out on the stage yep. he st- stammers a bunch of fucking nonsensical bullshit mm. sometimes he's on point the rest of the time he sounds like a old man uh who just like forgot his medication that day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like the stuff talking about like especially when he gets into like race stuff like Oh God! It's like uh, what is he? What is he? I, and, I, I missed. Like, apparently, I missed all this. What is? What are his, oh, his, his insights on race? Cr- it's cringeworthy because it's like he's talking about parenting at one point, mm-hmm. and basically how like oh you have to leave the radio on so kids hear people speaking. Radio. It's like where? What? What, gen- what the fuck are you talking about? Do kids <laughs> like, even know what a radio is? Not only that, but like, so what you're saying is that essentially black kids are just abandoned, mm-hmm. you know, for hours a day. Like, like his his entire view is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and then like other ones where he's talking about like the the the, the tough guy down the street called Corn Pop. What? And it's just like, okay, like, you're making all this shit up, like. I'm not. Please, you gotta look this shit up. No, I'm not. I'm, is, thinking, I'm, will, no, I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking. I know you're talking oh, truthfully, oh, but Biden? I think Biden is making all this shit up. Oh man, corn pop. You, yeah, you gotta. Fucking Did you read that this. in a it's, fucking Archie comic? You old piece right? of shit. Right. Or like, how old were you when this happened? Like twelve? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's so stupid. And then like. And then the media was like, Biden's got a real shot, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, in reality, everybody's like going, what, what the fuck is this? I know. Well, then well, when I showed, I showed to... in the, uh, like yeah. he, he, what is he? Tra- he's trailing quite a bit. And, and, you know, the Democratic establishment is like going, this isn't how it's supposed to be shaking out. What's going on? Why isn't he, he he's leading, you know, leading in the, uh, the primaries. It's like, well, because no one wants to, no one really gives a shit about joe biden so so then what happens right well I'm, once I'm, once once he once it's pretty clear that he's not gonna have it to which run is gonna the thing probably to happen sooner than later right you know right so then suddenly pete Buttigieg is the guy yeah and then they push his shit yeah and then you know like and he was milk toast as fuck like he yeah. was like like there's nothing exciting about that dude <laughs> yeah. like i guess I guess because he's gay that that like like it feels to me like this is what they're doing. Yeah. You've got Bernie Sanders, who is a legitimate threat to the status quo. Yeah. And that's why they they, they, and then, they have they're all out to get him. Yeah. Well, not only that, but that's also why there's so many candidates in the field. They're, they're a B testing in real time. Mm. They're like, OK, let's do the old school guy. Oh, he's not okay, paying. Well, let's try the, try the new school guy. Okay, let's do new school guy. Oh, and he's uh, he's gay. So in a way, that's kind of like a Barack Obama, and yeah. that's exactly what Pete is. He's like he even he even talks like him. Okay, yeah. Like like there's a weird cadence where it's mm. like he sounds like Obama, mm-hmm. and then there's Klobuchar, who they probably like as well. Like they're they're like okay. Any, oh, like there's just, a couple of like let's throw a woman in there. Let's they're throw throwing a, all the shit against the wall, hoping anything sticks at this point. And it's all identity stuff. Yeah. Who are they shitting on? Yang, Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And uh, and Cory Brook, Brooker is out, though I felt he was a little establishment as well. But you know whatever. Um, mm-hmm. you know like anybody who looked like they were going to challenge things has basically gotten assassinated. Yeah. Uh, 
and anyone and the only reason they uh, they just can't do that to Bernie because mm-hmm. he's got the, he's got the grassroots support. Yeah. So, like, they're, like they're, the, the the problem is like you know like is if if somehow Bernie gets out, then you know there's you know there's, there's an extremely good chance that Trump will get in because all the, you know, there will be a significant amount of Bernie supporters who will just say, fuck, fuck all of this and just not vote. Well, yeah, but and allowing Trump just to come up the middle and go, fuck. Mega, mega, mega. Yeah. Well, I'm already hearing rumblings, rumblings of this. Like if they, if they take this away from us again, Mm -hmm. like, like, I guess it would be like one thing to say like, okay, you're, everybody's playing fairly. And the best candidate won. Yeah. You know, like, then you could say, okay. Okay, you know, well, it wasn't my ideal win, but whatever. We'll we'll get behind this guy. You know, we'll get behind it. But then, like, now, Bloomberg, to me, is the last straw. Fuck. That's like, the last fucking straw. It's like, you they, they changed the rules for mm-hmm. him to run. Yeah. The so same how, like, rules he, that like, kept, I, I didn't hear about him like up until like a, a week or so ago, and then now it seems like that's all I'm hearing about is Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg. We're like, yeah, because like, he's spending a ton of money. Every every op-ed you read about him, about him being the real chance, well, guess what? He probably uh, Bloomberg, paid for it. yeah, you know, somebody's wife's charity got a check from him, mm-hmm. and yeah. and a lot of times it's actually disclosed in the article as well. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's it's just sort of like to me it gets to a point where we're really like we're being shown mm-hmm. that there isn't actually democracy. No. There's there's only the illusion. It's a banana republic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, I, it's all, you know. It just seems to be like a bunch of elites uh deciding who's gonna be the next leader. Like you know, it's not really well. So, so when it so when some, when there's actual grassroots movement, like in a, in the case of a Bernie Sanders, it's like whoa, you know, this is this is how how it's supposed to be. So this is something that I've like I, I started thinking about because I remember like around 2014 was around the time I got quote unquote woke, sure, as they say. Whereas like I started like really paying attention to stuff. I started like watching a ton of uh, YouTube videos and, mm-hmm. and like I started going down rabbit holes that, yep. that pro- probably um, are some of the same rabbit holes that the uh, QAnon people fell down. Mm-hmm. The, the, the difference is, is that at the end of it, I had a different analysis than they did. Yeah. So, so there is a deep state mm-hmm. there, you know, there is an establishment. There is, all this stuff, but it's not. And and I can now understand why they think Democrats are evil liars. I yep. now understand that. Because a lot of them are evil liars. Yeah. Exactly. Because now we're, we're living in a time where it's, uh, you know, like at, basically at the end of the day, the evil though is the profit motive. Yeah. That that's, what's basically like pushing all of this through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so both parties are terrible. Um and and it's funny when you listen to some like like more reasonable libertarians, mm-hmm. you're like, "Okay, you guys aren't so bad." Yeah. <laughs> like 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 you hear them and you're like, "Okay, like that's that's a kind of conservative that I don't mind." I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you, but or but, agree with you, yeah, but Exactly. But you're rational, you're reasonable, you can we can talk to you. Yep. You know, but then you have like the uh, the um, Democrats are all pedophiles people, and it's all uh, oh, those pe- people. Pe- Pizzagate, all that shit. Yeah. All of that shit is like bonkers. It's totally crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I I completely understand how the right was able to rise. They they were able to rise on a corrupt left. Yeah. And uh, and here we are again. Now now we're watching a, a, a corrupt left play out in real time. Yeah, it's really it's just fucked. It's just like um, 
Oh, uh, by the Although, way, I do, I do have to thank you for for uh, bringing that one the video to my attention. That um, uh, Anand, um, what's his name? Forget his last name. Oh, uh, Gear. Uh, I always fuck up his name. Yeah, uh, Gearhardes. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He's, yeah, like, he's I've, really I've, great. Like he just like like the way he articulates and, and um, a lot of what I've thought, but they haven't really been able to put into words. Is he, like, he explains it in such a uh, easygoing, compelling way that it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I kind of this is you know the, it makes a lot of sense. It's like his his whole take on the you know how win win is just a bunch of horse shit. Like how philanthropy is just like very self-serving um and and the interesting thing is is uh i like i like his stance on how um taxes versus philanthropy mm. is in a lot of ways the it's about control yeah exactly right it's not even about like it's like, credit and control is what he what he uh what he what he called it like uh, you know they get the credit they get their name on the building they get you know their yeah. their name on a foundation, and then you know they get they get a control because they've they've put X amount of dollars into say the wing of a new hospital or, you know, right? Yeah, nobody nobody gives you a plaque for paying your taxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, and, and no, you don't get um, to dictate where your taxes go. It's like they just go to where they have where they're needed. And you know, whereas, uh, where it's with a foundation for or philanthropy, you they go to what you're you know where you want them to go um, and you get all the credit i i gotta pronounce i gotta because you know it's a podcast i gotta pronounce his name right mm -hmm. so i'm gonna look up the pronunciation sure uh pronunciation okay all right let's do it it is anand mm -hmm. girid you can do Haradas. it Girahardas. Girahardas, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, look him up because if, if people don't know, because he's just, he's great. He's, he's basically, he's a journalist. Uh, he's had a lot of um, access to technocrats. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think he's got a really good um, analysis well i like i like uh, that one video you showed me like where he's describing his when he was invited to this um i can't remember which which um thing he was invited to where you know they get a bunch of smart rich people in a room and they're all trying to decide how they're going to solve the world's problems like and he's like you guys oh it's like all the world or something like yeah that. like you it's like you guys caused all the fucking problems and now you're here you know in a room trying to figure out how to solve them. It's like, like, it's just so ridiculous. Well, it's just like, um, uh, whatever year Davos was doing, the climate change was the, uh, focus of it. Yeah. And every single one of them showed up in private jets. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, it's just like, well, there, there you have it. That right in itself shows me that you don't get it. Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to get it it's uh yeah i i don't know i don't know i i mean this is either but I, I think like i think it is just like because i was thinking about this it just seems like that that once you know and it may i think it maybe maybe it's more so among the the tech elite than 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 others it's like uh, once you get to a certain level of success there's a you there's an amount of hubris that you gain and then you think well because I've gotten to this far of uh, this I'm this successful you know uh you know they think that they're better than anybody else so they need to 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 I guess they're to export their genius in, in into solving the world's world's problems like you know well I I was able to crack silicon valley let's use my 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 skills to help solve the world. It's like, like the amount of the amount of arrogance. Well, and that. it's it's tough. Like I, I look at something somebody like um, uh, Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. right? I mean, a big part of Z Zuckerberg's shit is that he's got social issues. Yeah. And so, how 
how do you expect somebody with social uh, social problems to understand society itself? Yeah, like he invented like Facebook he, to meet chicks, basically. Yeah, basically. But but like the truth is, is he's also not able to understand the 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 full scope of things. Like you know, like uh, Facebook, I think causes more damage than 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 than. I don't know. I think he must. There must be an awareness of 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 the amount of bad that Facebook can do. But he maybe he just turns a blind eye to it because he's making too much fucking money off of it. Like I, I you know, the the amount of 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 shit that goes on on Facebook, you know, and, and to a certain extent Twitter, that are just like outright lies, perpetuation of lies. It's just like I I can't even handle it anymore. It's like. That's why I, I never spend any time on that shithole of a social network. Yeah, like uh, yeah. It, well, I mean, I've almost deleted it. I mean, I check I, you it. You know, like I, I, I would I, w- I would have deleted it years ago, but um, you know, but there's you know maybe I will still delete it. Like um, no, I can't because I, I I need it for work. <laughs> I need I need a, I need a profile at work to to manage things. But I mean. I, I can't because like in a lot of ways it's like, you know, like for example, um, uh, my friend Craig's just had a baby yeah. and if I hadn't checked Facebook, I wouldn't even know that the baby arrived by yeah. the way, Craig Webster, congratulations. Good job. Anyway, good job. You did it. You brought, you brought a human into the, into the world. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't know this, this is the thing is like, because because what I'm seeing is a global push mm-hmm. for either this uh, new conservatism, this this new uh, corporatism. Yes, corporatism. Uh, this slash proto-fascism, let's be honest. Um, but I also see a world push towards socialism. Mm-hmm. So one of these two things is going to win out. Yep. And I... I and the thing is, is that uh, I just don't see uh, global fascism being sustainable. No, it's not. It's it not. might happen. But it, it I always, mean, it, it, it honestly might happen, but it's going to collapse. Yeah, it always eats itself in the end. Um, yeah, it's just, ugh, just it's so frustrating. It's like, and like the whole, like the whole like the whole, like. It's just the willful um, disconnect between those who are fucked by the mm-hmm. system are the same ones who embrace it the most. It's like, really? <laughs> it's like, well, and then I also think that there's there's the other thing that's really going on in this is uh, there's an age thing. Mm-hmm. So we have we boomers are still a massive massive demographic. Well. Um, and this year, I think, is the first year that uh, millennials outnumber them. Yeah. So, so basically, we're living, you know, like us Gen Xers, we never had a world. We've always been living in the boomers world. Yeah, yeah. In right? their shadow, basically. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and in their world, like they're still calling the shots and making the decisions. Yeah. Um, and the millennials are actually challenging it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- this is just it, is what happens when all these guys start dropping off? You know, like, this is the problem, is is that uh, climate change is the only deadline we have, mm-hmm. right? All this other stuff we can wait. We, yeah. we, we, can, we can fuck around with, like, our freedoms and liberties and all that stuff. I, I don't mean to make it sound that trivial, but like, mm-hmm. but the only deadline we have is climate change. So if yeah. a country like China does it like deals with climate, climate change because they're authoritarian, mm-hmm. their revolution can wait. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, you know, like, like I, I, I mean, I, that sounds really trite, but it's, no, it's I, sort I, of I like, hear where you're coming from. Let's like, yeah. You know, like, if if the, climate change but, is more of an existential crisis than you know 
the political the, system of one individual. Then authoritarianism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, is that the uh, current, like, right-wing um, authoritarianism is anti-climate change. If they were pro-climate change, I could probably just be like, fine, we'll just deal with mm-hmm. it. No, you because know, it because like, climate change challenges their status quo, and that's just they there's not there's not they're not having any of that. It's like no, it's like so we'll just pretend it doesn't exist because we'll we'll cover our eyes and we'll 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 stick our fingers in our ear and pretend it, and we'll stamp our feet. We'll say it doesn't exist, and we'll convince other people that it's that it doesn't exist, and you know we'll just go about our business. But. But then on the flip side, I also get the Trudeau criticism where he's, you know, he's a neoliberal in, in the respect that he'll talk about climate change. Mm-hmm. But what's he prepared to do? Like, yeah. not much, really. Like, as long as it doesn't hurt people's profits, then yeah. he'll do it. Like a, cl- yeah. a carbon tax? No, no problem. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like directly going after people's profits. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I get that criticism uh, big time. Even though I'm pro carbon tax, I feel like it's the fucking least right. that uh, a country can do. Let's talk. And they about... should all go fuck themselves. I no, mean, ultimately, yeah. I was about okay. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, let's talk about Jeff Bezos, but then you're like, you know what? Oh, also, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> 